That is from Havdullah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shalma Dershim Soshim Yom. Today is the 26th day in our quest to learning all about the holiday of Purim. I can almost smell the hamantashen coming out of the oven. We are very excited as we're coming closer and closer, inching our way towards Purim as we're going to start to step up the learning intensely. That was the, the Maccabees Havdullah with Natanel Hirschticker, actually lives in my neighborhood. And so I decided to find the the, the last rendition of Vayidim Haisa Ora I could possibly find. If anybody has any, has, has any songs that I can use to fill these last four days, please let me know. I want to shout out before I start my Aunt Susie, who lives in Israel, who lives in Tel Aviv, who is a good friend of my mother's and has been a diligent listener. And I thank her for that. So today we are in Mishnah Megillah, Perak Dalad, the last chapter in Maseches Megillah, and we are right now on Mishnah Megillah. So today we're going to talk about a minion. Uh, a minion, for those who don't know, is 10 men, and they have to be men, so they have to be over the age of Bar Mitzvah, over the age of 13, and then they, using using that group of 10 men, you can qualify yourself for a bunch of mitzvahs that previously you would not be able to do, and these are those mitzvahs. In person, as a Shema, you're not able to divide the Shema. What does it mean to divide the Shema? So if 10 men arrived in Shul after, it explains the Ravadi Bartanur, if 10 men arrived in Shul after the, the entire Shul had said Shema, and so they missed Kaddish and Baruchu, which can only be said with a minion, but keep in mind, they themselves can make a minion. So they can say those brachas. So so one of them says on behalf of the others, Kaddish, Baruchu, and the first of the two brachos that are said before Shema. This is called dividing the Shema because they're only going to say one of those two brachos. So that's what it means dividing the Shema, and you cannot go through that process. You cannot go through that process of dividing the Shema unless you have a mini vein over and leaf teva. You're not able to say Chazar Sashats to repeat the Shemona Esrei with the Chazan unless you have a minion. And the, the Kohanim are not able to, to deliver the Birkas Kohanim, the the priestly blessing, which is either said depending on your custom. If you're Sephardic, you say it every day. If you live in Israel, you say it every day. But if you're Ashkenaz and you live outside of Israel, then you only say it on holidays. But Torah, you do not read in the Torah. You do not read Haftar for the Navi. And you don't do this this um, type of process that is detailed, which is when when a person unfortunately passed away, um, and and as they would walk to the, walk to the cemetery, you would stand up and sit down, and they would do this whole process. Um, where you're saying certain things, but you can only say that under um, under the the status of having a meeting. You're not able to say birkas avelim. What's birkas avelim? So it used to be in the times of the Mishnah that after after the funeral was over, you would say a bracha for the people who who would be sitting shiva. We don't have this custom anymore for whatever reason, but you're not able to say these brachos that hypothetically we would say unless you have a meaning. And also they would line up. You would have to have 10 people or more in order to form a line, which is talked about a lot of times throughout Mishnahos. You form a line in order to offer condolences to the people who are Avedon, the people who are mourners. And so you're not able to do that if you have 10 or less. And then also the Sheva brachos that we see. Uh, that we say, which is the shop is after a couple gets married. After benching, we we say the shavu brachos. We say the the seven brachos for them, and and they're they're beautiful brachos. They're very nice. I love shavu brachos. Um, and also when you when you say zimun when you're benching, usually you say um, 
However, if you have 10 people or more, you say, Baruch Elokeinu Shet which is much higher of a status. And so, you, but you can't do that unless you have 10 people. Pachos if you have If you have 10 people, you can't do any of those things, like we had mentioned. Um, and if somebody wants to wants to donate, I want to, I'm sorry, not donate. That'll be our next case. Wants to buy some land that is next to the base of Mikdash or part of the property of the base of Mikdash, Tishava coin. The the people that are going to be doing a, an appraisal, I hope I use that term correctly, are nine people, and a coin. They're gonna be they're gonna be determining how much this land is worth. And if somebody wants, it's actually interesting. It's detailed in the Mishnah's column. If somebody says, I want to donate whatever my value is, I want to donate that to the base of Mikdash. For whatever reason, I don't know. Maybe you just want to have a little bit of fun. So, how does the value determine? So, so um, so uh, this group of a Kohen and nine other people, they determine his value by th- by saying how much would he be worth if he was on the slave market. Kind of an interesting way to make a donation. Do not advise this um, for you at home to try to make with your shul dinners. But either way, it sounds like this person just wants to have a little bit of fun and ha- to have a good story to tell. And I hope that you are excited because you are one day closer to the holiday party. Have a wonderful day.